The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network The Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Ed of the Week. There's no better way to troll your Trump supporter friends than by picking up Bubble Genius's own tiny orange hand soap set. Give yourself a hand or take two. They're small, tiny in fact, teeny tiny. And they're orange, of course, and smells appropriately of circus peanuts in honor of the GOP's clown dictator. Am I right, folks? Only $12 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code CESCA, SESCA, at checkout, you'll get an additional 15% off only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Doc, I think I did pretty well in my tests. You may shake my hand if you like. Well, under the circumstances, I'd rather not. Eh? Mr. Burns, I'm afraid you are the sickest man in the United States. You have everything. You mean I have pneumonia? Yes. Juvenile diabetes? Yes. Hysterical pregnancy? A, a little bit, yes. You also have several diseases that have just been discovered in you. I see. You sure you just haven't made thousands of mistakes? Uh, no, no, I'm afraid not. This sounds like bad news. Bob Seska! Bob Seska. You really are sick. The Bob Seska Show! Hello, Bob. Oh, hello. It is uh, Thursday, May the 4th, 2017, and this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob, and we are brought to you by the best soap in the world. That's right. It's Bubble Genius. We are also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. If you need a lawyer, head over to thebowenlawgroup.com slash Bob and Chez, or just click the link on the podcast page. You can get some free legal advice, find yourself a world-class lawyer in Charles Bowen. He's right there. For your convenience. All right, uh, let's do this. I know there's so much news happening right now as we're recording the show. We've got this uh, American Healthcare Act, fuck yeah, which has evidently passed. So let's bring in our guest uh, co-host today. You've heard her on the Stephanie Miller Show and on her wildly entertaining podcast, From the Bunker. And you might recognize her mom, whose name rhymes with Schmeryl Schmernet. Please, please welcome my uh, my spirit animal, the lovely, the talented Jody Hamilton. Yeah, there she is. Oh, I love the fanfare. Yes. Welcome back to the show, Jody. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Uh, okay. Well, it's Trump Crisis Day. What? what what's the day? How many days are we? One hundred three. One hundred four. One hundred five. One hundred five. I know. I know. Uh, so, here's what Trump just tweeted. Just now. If victorious, Republicans will be having a big press conference at the beautiful Rose Garden of the White House immediately after the vote. I hate him so much. And, and I was just noticing on Twitter, Jody, that uh, someone was carting in a giant uh, like uh, pallet full of uh, Bud Light. Covered up in a like a black sheet or something, like that. <laughs> and they're taking in the Bud Light to celebrate their uh, their house victory on the AHCA. Yes, congratulations! The 
Republican Party with the with the majorities in the House and the Senate and uh, controlling the White House and about 30 different states, they finally actually got something done that they wanted to do. Right. But just in the House of Representatives. Right. They, it's just a House vote. And, and of course, we know that they the House has already voted like over the last eight years, something like 60 times to repeal Obamacare. Mm-hmm. And, and they did it again. Shock. Shock horror. Oh, my God. What a surprise. They did it again. Shocking. I'm shocked. I did know. you know that there's gambling in Las Vegas? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, Jody, this is going to be such a disaster for all of these members of the House, all these Republicans who voted for this legislation. Ezra Klein today is calling the AHCA Trump's Iraq War. I think yeah. that's that's pretty goddamn accurate uh, because this is something that you know. And I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. By the way, the vote was two seventeen to two thirteen. Right. They won the vote by one vote. Right. That's it. It's one a one vote margin between winning and losing. And Donald Trump's already ordering the big beautiful chocolate cake for the mm-hmm. uh, Rose Garden celebration. I guess. Yeah, there were twenty one uh, Republicans that didn't vote for it. Good for them. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, we just needed a couple more. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? They they couldn't do it. But the, uh, the good news is the positive news out of all of this is that it's going to die in the Senate. I think yes. that's that's the positive news here. Um, at the very least, I mean, it could end up dying in the House, too, because the way this process works, and if you all remember from back when the Affordable Care Act first passed, right. the law and the legislation in maybe a dozen different forms got bounced back and forth from the Senate to the House to the Senate to the House to conference committees and and at the, obviously before any votes were taken at, at the committee level too. And there were multiple committees tasked with forming this legislation, out mainly in the Senate for the Affordable Care Act. This time around, it's, gone, it's going from the House, it's going to go back to the Senate. Now, the Senate is going to deeply, deeply moderate this legislation. I mean, they are going to gut the legislation the way it looks now. And then because the bill will change so much, it'll go back to the House. And then, of course, because everything in the Senate happens to moderate the legislation, the Freedom Caucus people are going to get pissed off and they're not going to vote for it again. This is going to be a long, long process. And it's Mm -hmm. going to end with, of course, the Republicans being enemy number one. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, uh, Zenny Jardin from uh, Boing Boing was tweeting about Imagine a million cancer patients in like a zombie march to shut this thing down. Yeah. That's probably what's going to happen. Well, I mean, the the thing that it parts of this bill with, especially with the pre-existing conditions and then allowing states to not force insurance companies to make sure that, you know, regular testing is paid for and, you know, hospitalization and all these other things. Yeah. They're making rape a pre-existing condition again. <laughs> It's staggering you know, to think. It's it's insane. They're saying, oh, you can't change your rates based on gender, but if they're not going to give maternity care and they're not going to give certain things that are specific to women, then it is gender-based again. Yep. In addition to rape, uh, postpartum depression, mm-hmm. cesarean sections, yes, sections exactly. surviving domestic violence are mm-hmm. all now considered pre-existing conditions that can be uh, that can disqualify someone for coverage mm-hmm. if, if the states choose to opt out of the pre-existing condition 
and coverage. Mm-hmm. And and this is where everything gets crazy. This is or where even they... essential coverage too. I mean, it's just oh, yeah. basic going just to going to the doctor for a mammogram or whatever. I mean, that's they can w- opt out of that too. Yeah, absolutely. The essential health benefits are included in that opt out language. Mm-hmm. And and the real crazy thing about this is, as we both know, the Republicans and and specifically Republican voters have been screaming for this for eight years now. They've been screaming for this exact moment in time Mm -hmm. and what they don't realize is this legislation is going to screw them the most this is going to be yeah i think it's 6.5 million people out of the 11.3 million people who have insurance through the obamacare exchanges 6.3 million of those people live in republican districts yeah that's the first thing second thing we were just talking about the opt-out language Which are going to be the, the first states? Which states are going to be the states that opt out of the pre-existing condition language and the essential health benefits language? It's going it will to be the same ones that, that, that didn't expand Medicare. Exactly. Medicaid, excuse me, Medicaid. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be all the red states. The red states are all going to back out of this. The blue states, you know, I live in California right now. You live in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in a year from now, I'm going to be living in Northern Virginia. I'm going to be <laughs> going back. Oh, Lord. I, I'm moving to Northern Virginia. That's a, But Virginia, also a blue state. Mm-hmm. Virginia, with a, uh, by the way, right now, still a, uh, a Democratic governor. Uh, Virginia won't opt out of this language. Uh, likewise, California won't opt out of this language. The states that are going to opt out of this language are the states where most of the people wanted this legislation. Yep. So they are, in effect, screwing themselves. It's like, this is what they're, they've been screaming for, and they've, they've been given what they've screamed for, and that thing that they've been screaming for is going to screw them the most. This is, how I, this is how I see this whole thing, Jody. Here's my really, really stupid analogy on all of this. For eight years... The Republicans have been screaming, Bigfoot exists, and we have proof, but we can't reveal proof of Bigfoot until we control uh, uh, the Congress and and the White House. So finally, they fast forward to 2016, they win the White House, they control Congress, and they're tasked with producing Bigfoot. All right, well, now you better give us Bigfoot. You better show us Bigfoot and show us the proof of Bigfoot. And so instead of Bigfoot, what they've done is they've come up with Chewbacca mom carrying a machine gun. (laughs) Right, <laughs> mowing down everyone with cancer. Exactly. That's what they. <laughs> that's what they delivered. This is not Bigfoot. This is not what they've wanted. But but they. It doesn't matter because this is all about. As I wrote in Salon today, this is all about rooting for your team when it comes yeah. to Republicans. Jody, I'm, I'm sure you've noticed this. This has little to do with core values or a policy agenda. This is all about uh, Republican voters cheering and rooting for their team it's about a, it's it's like a sports franchise it's like these people are just diehards and they don't care if their team does poorly they're going to be back right there in front of their televisions the next sunday rooting for the team again yeah i i just I, they've been voting uh, the core group that keeps voting against their best interests have been doing this for years now it's against their own health versus just their bank accounts yeah yeah i mean it's just staggering to think that there are all these people i mean millions and millions of people who have pre-existing conditions who are uh receiving insurance through the affordable care act 
et cetera, et cetera, on down the line, even the, the Medicaid expansion as well, which, right. by the way, that's the Medicaid expansion itself is like a third of Obamacare. Mm-hmm. So we, we should never downplay the, the importance of the Medicaid expansion or the, the, uh, the reach of how many people it actually covers. So uh, a lot of these people live in those red districts. I mean, I right. think there's something like 28,000 people in Paul Ryan's district alone who are covered under the Affordable Care Act. Right. Members of Congress are covered under the Affordable Care Act. And this is a this is another twist in, in what's happened over the last 24 hours, or the last couple of weeks, but but certainly over the last com- couple of uh, uh, hours where this has come to a head. Remember back when uh, we were talking about how uh, Congress was exempt from this opt-out language? This was maybe, right. I don't know, a week ago, 10 days ago, they introduced right. something called the MacArthur Amendment right. that would exempt Congress from that opt-out language, meaning that Congress cannot be denied in any way, shape, or form uh, coverage for pre-existing, if they have a pre-existing condition, nor can they be denied the essential health benefits. Right. In Obamacare. But so, didn't they vote on an amendment today before the law? No, no, of course not. <laughs> of course not. They said they 10 days ago when this was first discovered by Vox, they poured through the light. This is a such an amazing find in this uh, in this legislation where they were able to find, you know, it's just the mention of one specific line item in the Affordable Care Act right. that was omitted from the AHCA that that one, it's like a number taken out of a parenthetical list, but the omission of, of that number means that Congress is exempted from the opt-out on pre-existing conditions and ESBs. So uh, then they said, once that was discovered by, uh, by Vox, they said, oh, don't worry about it. We're going to close that loophole. We'll fix that. Of course, <laughs> predictably... No, they didn't fix it. They didn't fi- they didn't touch it. And right. today they're saying that oh wait, yeah, I know we didn't touch it. We're going to put it in a separate piece of legislation, maybe kind of sort of when we eventually get around to it. So I hate them so much. I know. I know. And that's the that's the shitty, shitty thing about this legislation, Jody. It's that secretly Republicans love this. Of course. Here's why Republicans love Obamacare. This is the unspoken secret. This is what they'd never tell anybody. First of all, when they were passing the Affordable Care Act, uh, Chuck Grassley inserted an amendment into the Affordable Care Act. This was maybe, I don't know, mid-summer of 2009, somewhere around there. And uh, this amendment that uh, was introduced by Chuck Grassley makes it so that Congress, in order to get employer-based health care, Congress and their staffers, in order to get employer-based health care, would have to go on uh, and buy insurance from the D.C. exchange. So members of Congress and their staff would have to buy insurance through Obamacare, as opposed to the uh, Federal Employees Health Benefits Plan, which is what most government employees get. So they have, so they have this legislation that forces them to go on Obamacare. And then John Boehner, the Republican Speaker of the House at that time, uh, this is let's fast forward to 2013. 2013, they realize, oh God, we don't have our uh, premium sharing. You know, if you have insurance through your employer, the employer pitches in and helps to pay part of your premiums. That's the whole idea of having that as a perk to go along with your salary. So John Boehner runs up to uh, the White House and goes, oh, my God, we we don't have that anymore because now we're forced to go on Obamacare. 
where's this uh, you know premium sharing benefit that we used to have? Yeah, because they make too much money to get a subsidy. Well, exactly. <laughs> Plus, before that, but if you remember, before Obamacare, before they were required to go on, on Obamacare, about 70% of their premium uh, cost per month was covered by the federal government. That was, mm-hmm. again, members of Congress and their staffers. So John Boehner lobbies for this, uh, this rule change, and they get it. The, the rule change magically goes through. Obama enacts this rule change. So now members of Congress and their staff who are on Obamacare uh, now get premium sharing every month. Every month, 70% of the cost of their premiums is covered by the taxpayer. So, <laughs> so there's that. There's that. And now with this exemption, none of their insurance is harmed at all. You know, nothing. They lose nothing out of this. They get the same Obamacare coverage that they've had, that most of us who have been on Obamacare have had since the law was passed. It is unchanged for members of Congress. They secretly love this bill. They right. don't want to give up what it gives to them. Right. Why would they? They're, they're, it's craven. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're just, they're, they're rotten to the core. People will die. There's going to be, well, I mean, obviously the legislation uh, would take insurance away from 24 million people over the next 10 years. If And the White House's own study, this is another thing that is just breathtaking about all of this. <laughs> people are still cheering for this, and yet the Trump White House said that not 24 million, 26 million people will lose well, their health care. That was with the previous bill. This bill is even worse. Yeah, this bill is even worse. My guess is that we're closer to 30 million on the new version of the legislation that includes all of this opt-out language. And, and that's the other aspect of all of this. They're so chicken. They're so chicken of being told that their uh, ridiculous legislation is a hunk of crap, that they're refusing to have it scored by the CBO. Most of the people who voted on it today, as far as Republicans go, voting for the legislation, didn't read it. Right. At last check, I don't think the public has had a chance to read it, and if it has, it's only been over the last 12 hours. Not nearly enough time to absorb what's in that legislation so but what we know from all the leaks coming out of the house of representatives is that uh most of the language from the original ahca the original trump care version that that failed before is still there but now they've got all these other concessions to the freedom caucus making the legislation even even worse worse Oh, my God. Well, there are people that most people in this country, un- unlike you and I, uh, <laughs> to get their insurance through their employer. Yeah. And and everybody's like, oh, well, that's not going to affect me, the pre-existing condition thing. Yes, it will. Absolutely. Because will. Your empl- if, depending on the state that you, you are employed it within, your employer could get a horrible piece of uh, insurance for you because it's cheaper. Yeah. And yeah. then you're not covered. They don't realize that now because of the Affordable Care Act, they got all kinds of additional perks inside their coverage mm-hmm. that they may not have had before unless they have some sort of platinum kind of uh, Cadillac insurance plan. So, I mean, regardless, there are a lot of people who don't know what's in this law. They don't know all of the good things they're getting, and they're going to find out really goddamn soon because uh, as as soon as this legislation passes, and hopefully it won't, but if it does then uh, they're going to find out how 
badly this hunk of crap that they have cheered for for so many years is is going to just uh, uh, ruin their uh, their finances, ruin their health care. It's going to, uh, in, in, in a lot of cases, just as you were saying, people are going to die. I mean, what we saw before the Affordable Care Act was passed, before Obamacare was passed, what was it? Something like 3,600 people every month were something dying like from yeah. a lack of health care. There was a Harvard study that showed that it was something like, let's, let's round down a little bit. Let's say 3,000 people a month right. uh, were dying from a lack of health insurance in the United States. That is the equivalent of a new 9-11 every month. That's mm-hmm. the 9-11 death toll every month from a lack of health insurance. And Donald Trump wants to go back to that. And I have friends of mine that, 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 that friends of friends of mine who are against single payer because they don't want to pay for somebody else's insurance, and it's like you already are. It's yeah. called insurance. That's what Joe Walsh was saying. That crazy yeah. uh, former congressman is talking about. Hey, well, you know, why should I? he's just like taking a giant crap over all over Jimmy Kimmel after I that uh, amazing speech about his uh, about his son and the 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 uh, heart disease and the the mm-hmm. surgery and all that. And Joe Walsh is like, ah, whatever. Ah, why should I have to pay for Jimmy Kimmel's baby? Well, I mean, it's, I like to. Equi- I tried to cool. do this during during the uh, uh, ACA arguments. It yeah. was like, okay, I have insurance on my house. Okay, mm-hmm. it covers yep. for fire and other things, and and my insurance pays for the guy whose house just burned down. Yeah, my payments pay for that guy. That's exactly so right. It's that's how it works. <laughs> and and yeah, it's an amazing thing to watch as as people who uh, should know just reveal themselves to be big giant dummies on the issue. I mean just phenomenal dummies. Donald Trump, gigantic dummy when it comes to healthcare. I will bet you $1000 that Donald Trump has not read this legislation. Donald oh, Trump God, no. does not know what is in the bill that he is pushing and says big big beautiful bill and we're going to have a we're going to have chocolate cake and and ice cream and cookies and whatever Maybe here it, in the rose garden. Yeah. If they make it a picture book, he might understand. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Donald Trump needs a picture book for everything. Mm-hmm. He needs everything either explained to him uh, by Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade or something with uh, large text. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Uh, Civil War beards, unfortunately, are not categorized as a pre-existing condition. Well, they should be. <laughs> they should because and man buns I, I civil war beards and man buns I'm they not, just should not exist right and I'm not sure uh, why these guys why the millennials have their big civil war beards maybe though my theory is that they don't have uh, any good razors to use to shave their faces they've got crappy uh, razors from the stores that cost too much and leave their face feeling uh, razor burnt like mine used to. I used to use those blue plastic razors, the disposable razors. And no wonder I hated shaving. What I needed was a smooth, clean shave from a blade that glides just like butter, Jody, and, and a blade that comes right to my door at half the cost of the big name brands. That's what I love about shaving with products from Harry's, from the hefty balanced handle that fits in your hands to the precision engineered five blade cartridges that come with a lubricating strip, a trimmer blade, which I love, and a travel cover to Harry's Rich Lathering Shave Gel. It all started when Harry's founders Jeff and Andy got tired of getting ripped off on blade prices 
And so what they did is they discovered the problem. They discovered the problem was the middlemen, so they bought their own factory, one that's been making blades for over 100 years, so they can ship top-quality blades directly to you. The result, quality products at your door for half of what you've been paying. That's the Harry's story. Become a part of it. Go to harrys.com right now to try their new shave set free of charge. You just pay the shipping. Sign up at harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. And because you're a loyal listener to this newscast, not newscast, podcast, <laughs> Harry's will even throw in a free post-shave bomb. But only if you log on at harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. That's harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. The Bob Seska Show. Now, this is going out to uh, all the Republicans who are going to be relentlessly stalked and ridiculed. And they should be. Uh, Trump care. Uh, yeah, I think it was Joe Manchin, who I'm not a big fan of, but he said, you know, people may not know who gives them something, but they know if they've got it and it gets taken away, who took it away. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and that's really the case here. I mean, when oh, you yeah. suddenly discover, when you've been for the last five years or so, and you've been going and you've been getting a, a routine wellness visit that was free under your uh, insurance coverage, and then suddenly now you've got to pay $200 for that as a deductible, yep. you're going to realize, oh God, maybe that Affordable Care Act thing wasn't so bad after all. Or when you, lo- you lose your insurance entirely because you mm-hmm. have a pre-existing condition and you happen to live in Oklahoma where uh, or where, Kansas, who's the... Uh, was a Sam Brownback? Brownback's the, Kansas. Kansas, yeah. yeah. Where Sam Brownback decides he's gonna he's not gonna opt into the pre-existing condition coverage, and you in Kansas lose your health care coverage. While those of us in the blue states are just fine. <laughs> You, yeah, California's trying to do a single payer here. I hope it passes. I hope we get it done. Yeah, and that's a great idea. I've really been following that uh, because that would be a massive, massive development as a test case for California to try single payer and for it to actually work would be phenomenal. I think, um, I think it would work because there's enough of us. Yeah, <laughs> big yeah. Big enough population where most people would want that. Meanwhile, Donald Trump uh, tweets here, insurance companies are fleeing Obamacare. It is dead. Our health care plan will lower premiums and deductibles. <laughs> And be great healthcare, he I says here. So much. I know, me too. I really me too. Do. I, you know, Jody. I, last night I was watching MSNBC as I normally do uh, throughout my evening because my stress level isn't just high enough. I need to really <laughs> peak it to almost heart attack level. And uh, and I was watching, and and he came on, and he was do, saying the same exact thing at some of one of his rallies. And I, I just, this wave of just anger washed over me. And it was one of those things where I wanted to do like, you know, Elvis Presley, whenever you'd see Wayne Newton on the television, he would shoot the television out. And so that <laughs> the hotel would have to come away. His Las Vegas uh, handlers would have to come by with a new television. And then if he saw Wayne Newton again, he'd shoot the television out again. Well, that's what I felt last night with Donald Trump. Like him saying that this plan is going to lower premiums and deductibles and be great health care. He says here on Twitter, <laughs> our, our health care plan will lower premiums and deductibles and be great health care. Um, this is so wildly uh, wrong so as to be intellectually violent. Uh, first of all, yes, insurance companies, th- there are, are many states where they're down to one insurer participating in the uh, marketplace. because the risk corridors were closed. Exactly. And by the way, those states are mostly red states. Mm-hmm. The states with uh, struggling marketplace, and those states, by the way, are all running their uh, marketplace through uh, healthcare.gov. Right. They're not even establishing marketplaces. So no right. wonder 
but it's in those states where they might be down to one or two insurers, whereas most of the blue states, most of the states that enacted marketplaces on their own, have several insurers at least participating in the marketplace. So Donald Trump is lying there. Um, his health care plan is not going to lower premiums, especially for people who uh, have pre-existing conditions. Of course, if the states choose to cover people with pre-existing conditions, there's nothing in the AHCA, there's nothing in Trump care that says they can't gouge the hell out of you. Exactly. Hell, your welcome to my world because I have high blood pressure now. So there's oh that. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So that, yeah, that's certainly a pre existing condition. Absolutely. There's a giant list floating around uh, Twitter right now. I retweeted it. It's a list of all the things that are now considered pre existing conditions under Trump care. Mm-hmm. Pregnancy. Pregnancy, right. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pregnancy, domestic violence, all of that stuff is uh, is a pre-existing condition. Asthma. Now. Asthma. Uh, meanwhile, this is not going to lower deductibles. No. It's not going to be great health care. None of what Donald Trump says is true. Words have no meaning for Donald Trump. Donald Trump knows nothing. Yep. Absolutely nothing. Medicaid is going to get cut by $880 billion. Jesus. Medicaid cut $880 billion dollars meanwhile the taxes on the cadillac plans for really really wealthy people like donald trump Mm -hmm. slashed all the taxes eliminated from obamacare all at once this is a starve the beast strategy and an undermining of health care for 24 up to 26 million maybe 30 million americans when all is said and done all in order to get this big tax cut i mean that's what's really all about yeah, this is ha- it has nothing to do with taking care of people. It has everything to do with making sure that people like Donald Trump don't have to pay as much in taxes now. And meanwhile, I mean, it, it's so hard to get through this layer of noise that's happening on uh, on Fox News Channel specifically, coming out of the White House too, coming out of the uh, Republican caucus in the House, uh, on down the line. Um, when they think this way, it's impossible to... Uh, to reason with them on Fox and Friends this morning, which, by the way, Donald Trump's favorite show sent them a, a tweet this morning congratulating them on something, something, their ratings or whatever. Uh, meanwhile, Fox and Friends is telling Donald Trump, remember, Steve Ducey, Brian Kilmeade, random wife in the middle, whoever the <laughs> random blonde is in the middle, whoever the rotating blonde is in the middle between Ducey and Kilmeade. With nice legs. Nice, yeah, and the mini skirt and all the misogynistic crap that they're doing at Fox News Channel. Uh, those three people are basically influencing Donald Trump as Donald Trump wakes up out of bed in the morning and then mm-hmm. starts his day. These are the people who are communicating ideas into the president's head. Brian Kilmeade and Steve Ducey. Steve Ducey, who used to do the kicker stories at NBC Channel 4 in Washington, D.C. You know, the stories about the grandma who has a potato ship that looks like Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) That was Steve Ducey for like 20 years. And now he's influencing the president of the United States. On Fox and Friends this morning, they referred to pre-existing condition coverage as a luxury. Here's what? here's Fox and Friends. It's going to get to the Senate. It's going to look dramatically different. Then it's going to get to phase two with uh, chairman of the with the secretary of Homeland Health and Human Services, Tom Price. He's a doctor. <laughs> oh, kill me. 
Oh, isn't he adorable? It's going to get to Homeland uh, Secretary of State. Uh, bleh, bleh, uh, F you. What a what a doofus. Uh, let's continue here. He's going to take a look at it. And that's where President Trump said over the weekend, that's where he's going to get uh, the ability to buy insurance across uh-huh. state lines, which he ran on. So uh, we, we've given you details of so many different plans. We're going to stay away from the details right now. Just know this. Eight billion dollars for pre-existing conditions. A lot of people Not focused enough. on that. We can understand it. America's getting used to having that luxury. And the key. Oh, my luxury. God. Having that luxury. F you. Jimmy Kimmel's son, my friend Jerry Jewell, she was born with cerebral palsy. I mean, it's like it, it, that. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I know. I'm right there with you. It's just like. Shut <laughs> the hell luxury. up. Luxury. People, kids that are born with diabetes. Oh you know, God. they don't, it's no through no fault of their own because they were born with it. I mean, you know, as all these things, like if you live a good life, you won't have, yeah. F you. F you. So not dying from your pre-existing condition is a luxury, luxury. Yep. according to, this is what Jesus said, by the way. I think it was oh, yes. Matthew 8, chapter 13 or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't come I up mean- with, I had eight years of Catholic school and I'm like, Matthew 8, uh, chapter the. I only had one one year of Episcopalian <laughs> school, so. Yeah, so, I mean, this is obviously something Jesus would have wanted. Jesus would Absolutely. have wanted to kick children off of their insurance. I, I seem to recall reading that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, these people, uh, and they claim to be Christians and pro-family and pro-life and all this stuff, yet they're willing to pass a bill that will kill people, literally kill people. Yep. Yep. 24 million people, 26 million if you go by the uh, the White House number. Again, I, there's just, I, I can't repeat that enough. Here's, a, here's six things in Trump care that Trump promised he would never, ever do. Let's see. First of all, the t- tens of millions of Americans will lose health care coverage, as I said. By the way, this is from Think Progress. Medicaid is getting slashed by $880 billion. Trump said he would never do that. Protections for the pre-existing conditions are gutted. Trump said he would never do that. Of course, he, he said that on 60 Minutes, famously, when Leslie Stahl, I, I always go back to this, so indulge me on this once more. Of course. But here, Jody, oh, God. So, first of all, someone like Leslie Stahl from 60 Minutes should be up to speed on, you know, Obamacare, which would be the signature achievement of the previous president, the first African-American president, an historic figure by any definition. She didn't know. She didn't know. She called it the preconditions. So she asked, so you're going to continue to cover preconditions. Who, who the hell says preconditions? And, and well. so Donald Trump responds, Jody. He says, uh, he said, we're going to cover preconditions. And we're also going to cover, you know, we're going to keep the part about kids who live with their parents. <laughs> yes, because kids, because many 25-year-olds still live with, well, they do actually. But, they, I mean, they, they do, but there's no coverage for them. It has nothing to do with where they live. No. They could live idiot. across the world. <laughs> and this was the guy who's just like days later going to be inaugurated as president of the United States. And he didn't know. And the anchor didn't know. And they're talking about the, the health care reform bill. They're talking about Obamacare in a way in which... They clearly haven't read and absorbed what's in it. They don't know. And and then Donald Trump goes on to try to repeal the legislation and come up with new legislation, and he still doesn't know. He just doesn't know any of it. So uh, meanwhile, being a woman becomes a pre-existing condition. Again. That's now, again, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was before. Right, again, in, in Trump Care 3.0, 
rape, sexual assault, postpartum depression, cesarean sections, surviving domestic violence, all considered pre-existing conditions. As a result, women could end up paying more for their insurance coverage or being unable to afford it altogether because they've been assaulted in the past by people like Donald Trump. Wrong. And because the bill also gives states the choice to opt out of Obamacare's essential health benefits, women could also end up with plans that don't cover maternity care, gynecological care, mammograms, or neonatal health care. Yep. And it will cost more. This will cost more, contrary to what Donald Trump has been promising. It will cost more. Chief among Trump's promises and Republican priorities was a vow to lower the cost of health care. The most common complaint with Obamacare is that some Americans slammed with high premiums and deductibles. High premiums and deductibles, by the way, that aren't nearly as high as they would have been without Obamacare. That gets lost in the mix. They can't actually afford or use the insurance they've purchased. The trouble is Trump care only makes it worse, despite what Trump and congressional Republicans claim. What else? Uh, Wealthy Americans get a big old tax cut. They sure do. Massive tax cut. they need that money, Bob. Yes. (laughs) They need that money so desperately. They need that money, Bob. They have to get the other yacht. But don't you know, Jody, it's all going to trickle down to the rest of us once they... Because that's been proven the past 35 years. Yeah, that works every single time, doesn't it? Okay. uh, We have have a new sponsor today. This is kind of exciting. Yeah, just in time for Mother's Day. Do you have anything planned for your mom, Jody? I'll be sent. I think she's going to be in New York. Oh, cool. Is she there? Is this something exciting happening in New York? She's do. Oh, the upfronts are next week. Oh, okay. And that's right. She's, is she on a, what show is she on now? It's going to be, it's called Household Name. Yeah, that's it. Yep. And uh, it's very, I went to the taping of the pilot. It's very funny. Okay. And who's responsible for the show? Who's uh, behind it? Who's backing it? Uh, Amy Poehler's one of the executive producers. That's right. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's her and I forget the other uh, creator's name, Michael something. I mean, so yeah, she's going to be, she's going to see Hello Dolly. She's looking forward to that. Oh, that's exciting. Well, here's something you can do for your mom. Since she's going to be so far away, you can go to proflowers.com. Proflowers.com. Such a great idea. Find a huge selection of gorgeous Mother's Day bouquets and flowering plants starting as low as $19.99. Visit proflowers.com right now. Click on the microphone in the upper right corner and type in the password realm, R-E-L-M. Proflowers has perfect bouquets for all the moms in your life. We all have. I have three. You have, that's right. You have three moms. Oh, my God. I have my dad's first wife, my mom, and my dad's third wife. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, and they're both, and and they're still around, huh? All three of them. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. Plus, Pro Flowers are guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for seven days or your money back. Who can promise that? Nobody can promise that. It is a no-brainer. Proflowers.com code. Remember the code R E L M. It's not usual code. It's not B O B C or anything like that. It's R E L M. Okay. Plus shipping. By the way, it's going to cost you uh, a little extra for shipping. That's all right. Uh, and that's it. Proflowers.com. The promo code once again is R E L M. Go do it now. Shove Bob Seska into your pants and haul him around with you wherever you go. Yep. 
Subscribe to The Bob Seska Show in the podcast section on iTunes. Other thing you can do for mom is go shopping through our Amazon link at bobseska.com. Just beneath the logo at the top of the page, you'll see uh, in all capital letters, it says Amazon link. If you click that link, it takes it right over to amazon.com. You go shopping as normal because they've got everything at amazon.com. Everything you could possibly, possibly imagine is That's there. True. Buy something for your mom. Buy something for yourself. Go shopping through our link and it helps support the show. So thanks for doing that. Make sure to bookmark the link once you clicked on it and also if you have a small business make sure to uh, source all your your goods and materials through the amazon link thank you for doing that all right so moving along with uh today's show lots more still to talk about with regard to this uh <laughs> trump care disaster i'm just you know the town halls were loud and influential um one of those things that quite honestly jody i didn't expect the turnout i didn't expect the level of activism that has risen up around this trump care uh repealing of obamacare uh issue i thought well health care hmm yeah it is something that's really really important but it doesn't get people moving oh it's wonky it is extraordinarily <laughs> it's extraordinarily wonky and uh but yet people came out and i, I could i would hate to be these Republican legislators, these Republican members of the House going home because they're going to go home. I think it's an 11 day re uh, recess after Friday or Saturday. Maybe it's at the end of this week. It might be today. They might be leaving tomorrow. Oh, my God. That's absolutely true. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, and they're going to be there. They're going to be in their home districts for 11 days. And if, the, <laughs> the torment. If they have the cojones. That's right. And the torment is never, ever going to stop. And. I'll be happy to see all the videotape of that. Plus, uh, plus members of the Senate now. Mm -hmm. There, it's because this legislation goes right over to the uh, United States Senate. The Republican members of the Senate they're on the chopping block now too. Mm -hmm. So they remember, I mean, if, yeah. Unless the Senate changes it, if the Senate doesn't change it and they pass it through, then that'll be funny and stupid. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they'll change it and modify it and hopefully make it better. And then send it back to the house. So it's going to go back and forth for a little while. We'll finally know. It'll be CBO will score it, you know, by yeah. the time it gets back to the house. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see those numbers, too. And uh, I mean, it's a matter of to me, it's a matter of dread and excitement at the same time, Yeah. because I don't want to see, you know, the threat to uh, myself or, you know, losing my insurance or anyone else I know losing their insurance. Uh, I don't want to know that information necessarily. I don't crave that information. But on the other hand, I, I want to see I desperately want to see how tragic this legislation really is. And we don't have a full sense based on uh, the post amendment process over the last couple of weeks. So we don't have any sense whatsoever of what the CBO has to say about this, but they're, they've already started to make the excuse that the CBO is not really nonpartisan. So they're, they're, they're really, they're trying to destroy the CBO as an institution because, because the reality hurts the reality of all of this hurts the Republican cause. They're no longer about core values anymore. They're no longer about issues anymore. This is all about just doing terrible things because their people insist on it. Their people have this cult-like worship of, uh, of the Republican Party, of Donald Trump, and, uh, and, and no bit of information is going to steer them away from that. It doesn't even matter that they're going to lose, many of them are going to lose their health care. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't matter to them. They're 
still craving it. It's <laughs> just un- unbelievable to me. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Senate getting harassed. Uh, to, and it hadn't even gotten to the Senate, by the way. Tom Cotton and other members of the Senate were still doing town halls and getting accosted for it anyway, and mm-hmm. it hadn't even reached their desks yet. Well, they're so getting I can't warned. Wait for that. I can't wait for that. All right, they're getting so- warned, and that's good. We're going to take a uh, one last break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, <laughs> talking about uh, the White House alienating their most diehard supporters. That story is coming up right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show, yep. presented by BubbleGenius.com. Welcome back to our Thursday show. Thank you for joining us today. Sean Spicer lied to Breitbart. Good old spicy. <laughs> little shiny Spicer. Spicy Spicer. If you have the Obamacare card with you. <laughs> as Jackie Schechner would scream, Obamacare is a law. It's not insurance but he like oh my god what a fiasco i think this was tuesday uh in the white house press room they brought in uh, uh mike mulvaney they brought in john kelly who's the secretary of homeland security and uh and they they revealed these photographs of uh what they have the in mind for the wall <laughs> yeah. for the for trump's stupid stupid border wall and what they showed First of all, one of the pictures looked just like a like a chain link fence, uh-huh. and I think just on further examination, I think that chain link fence was just a a, a matter of uh, uh, construction security or something like that. So they, you know, like sometimes around a construction site, they'll put up a temporary chain link fence. So I think I think that's that's what that was. But the the rest of the the wall was just it was basically a levee. It wasn't right. a border wall at all. It was kind of a levee, which, as we remember from Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. levees are things that hold the water back. So in this case, this was a levee that was intended to hold back parts of the uh, Rio Grande, which often tends to to flood. And so uh, so Sean Spicer revealed these uh, these photographs. And of course, everyone, including the reporter for Breitbart, was like, what? What is, what do you do? That's not a, a wall. That's kind of a fence. And what we know about that style of, 
of Levy too is that it's very easy to slip things through the wall because it's just a it's just like large metal rusty slats. It's right. like it they're like it's like the vertical blinds of <laughs> border security. Uh, there's nothing to them. This is not the giant wall that the Great Wall. In fact, Donald Trump has been using the phrase "Great Wall." We're going to build a great wall. Well, is he going to get the Chinese to build it? Because they do build great walls. They do. That's a that's a really great idea. He can go to his friend President Xi. I went to. I tried to President Xi. China. We had uh, China talking about China. Big old piece of chocolate cake. China. I talked China. about talked about China. Oh, Oop, we didn't talk about that, but we talked about China. <laughs> and President Xi said, "Hey, you know what, you know, President Trump." Love the chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. The most delicious chocolate cake. My, my new Trump voice now is just the whispery Trump. Uh, because that's, that's the better one, yeah. Right. It's like the it's like Jerry Lewis when he's being serious. I yes. I find that hysterical. I also find it hysterical when Donald Trump is being like morose and serious. Like he was talking the other day, he was like Rachel Jackson, President Jackson's wife, died. Died. The election killed her. He's and then sad. and then she was dead. It's so sad. And all the little, little children, the little babies. And then Rachel Jackson. And they're all dead. So sad. <laughs> so so sad. Trump. Yeah, tr- Trump just feigning like he has sympathy for other people, which he has none. He has absolutely no sympathy none. for anybody but himself. None, none, none. So, so here's the deal. So uh, Spicer, in the course of this press conference, didn't actually refer to the picture, refused to use the word wall when we're referencing these photographs. And by the way, if you watch the press conference, Sean Spicer just completely going full Melissa McCarthy. He's not even trying to separate himself from the satirical version of himself, just looking and sounding exactly like Melissa McCarthy. So he's gesturing, like, look at these, these are the things, take them out. And and they're not <laughs> they're not anything. And so then, so so at least he has an escape clause. He can say, well, I never said it was a wall. But so then, then he tweets out photographs. He tweet he uses Twitter account. He said, "POTUS just negotiated a spending deal where we can build these." And then he shows the photos of the wall, his version, of the, which basically fence, the metal uh, vertical blinds, right? Easier that he to climb. About. Right, easier to climb. All you need is a ladder, really, to get over these things. They're not that high. I would say they're maybe ten, looking at the pictures, and there's a person standing next to one of them, maybe 15 feet high at, at the very most. Very easy to scale with a ladder from Home Depot, for God's sake. So, so but still, in this tweet, he re- avoided calling it a wall. So he still has an out to say, well, I never said it was a wall. These are just levees. Didn't say that. So then, after that, he sends his deputy, Lindsey Walker, to call Breitbart and lie to Breitbart's uh, Matthew Boyle, uh, Breitbart reporter Matthew Boyle, who reported this. Spicer directed one of his deputies, Lindsey Walters, to call Breitbart News and pitch the photos in Spicer's tweet as a border wall. So literally, the White House called Breitbart and said, yes, this is the border wall after denying that it was the border wall during the press availability. Okay, so noting that Spicer directed her to call Breitbart News and argue that the photos represent a border wall, 
Walters pushed back when Breitbart News argued that a see-through fence and a levee wall do not constitute a border wall that fulfills President Trump's campaign promise. Again, Breitbart. This is not... Don't get Breitbart mad at them. Right. It's not, again, it's not fake news. This is the New York Times. He's not right. calling up Robert Costa at the Washington Post. Hello, and, Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, Bob. <laughs> and uh, so, and Breitbart continued, by the way, technically levee walls or flood walls are common in parts of levees designed to deal with flooding. The Rio Grande River constitutes much of the U.S.-Mexico border. So levees and levee walls, as Walters argued, are part of that. They're not meant for border security, but rather for flood management. Right. This is the gang who can't shoot straight, for God's sake. Um, making matters worse, the, the the new deal that they've made, this omnibus spending bill, doesn't have any funding to build a wall. Yep. It, in fact, prevents them from building a wall. The only thing they've got money for there for is to fix parts of the wall that are already there. Right. Yeah, I really I wonder if all the people who are children cheering for building the wall actually realize that there's quite a bit of border fencing already up. Yeah, there's a ton of it. The other thing that always uh, makes me scratch my head and, and, and wonder about the general intelligence of, uh, of Trump supporters is the Rio Grande issue. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the problem with the, the fence, because Donald Trump wants to make his Great Wall extend from you know, the entire length of the U.S.-Mexico border. Mm-hmm. The problem is the Rio Grande. Where do you put the fence at the Rio Grande? The Rio Grande makes up a gigantic part of the border. I mean, a lot of the Texas border with uh, Mexico is the Rio Grande River. So where do you put the wall? Do you put it on the American side of the Rio Grande? Well, if you do, you're giving Mexico the entire Rio Grande for that length of the wall. Mm -hmm. Do you put it on the Mexico side? Uh, Basically putting it in Mexican territory. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't put you can't put it there. The only solution, I guess, would be able to would be to put the wall in the middle of the river. Right. And who the hell wants to do that? That's just dumb. And then so what you're splitting the river with Mexico? It's just it's the dumbest goddamn thing in the world. So so meanwhile, the, the Trump White House is lying to to Breitbart like a bunch of idiots. Um, I wanted to mention this, too, before we wrap up the show. The next step for the House of Representatives after overturning Obamacare, after repealing Obamacare, is going to be overturning Dodd-Frank. Yeah, I read that today. Yeah, so a House panel already, a House committee, has already approved uh, <laughs> the uh, a bill that will completely undo most of Dodd-Frank. And Dodd-Frank was just a start. It was a good start. We need, a, we need better regulations. I mean, uh, Oh, I yeah, know. yeah. I mean, this was a. Uh, I mean, the, yeah. I mean, the the biggest part of uh, of Dodd Frank, or at least the part of Dodd Frank that is most popular, is the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, mm-hmm. which was headed up by Elizabeth Warren became, before she became a uh, member of the U.S. Senate. Mm-hmm. And this is something that protects uh, uh, people like us from mm-hmm. predatory lenders and and gouging and usury and all of those terrible things. We have a source to go to in the federal government that will advocate for us. And and generally speaking, the Republicans want to kill that. They want to well, kill. Also, the the credit card how how you. If you say borrow money from your credit card company and they tell you how long it's going to take for you to pay something off or, you know, that's part of Dodd-Frank, too, is explaining if you take if you only play the minimum, it's going to take you 15 years to pay off this credit card. If you do this, it will take you three years. And that's good information for people to have. So this is more than a little confusing because they want to undo much of Dodd-Frank. But at the same time, Donald Trump said the other day that he wants to break up the big banks. (laughs) 
<laughs> just <laughs> completely at random, he just blurted out a Bernie Sanders uh, platform blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I wanted to completely uh, break up the big banks. The, the, the stock market, when he said that, just took a massive dive. Of course. Uh, it recovered, but... And and that's actually kind of an indication, the fact that uh, he said something, uh, stock market collapses and then recovers, means that the people on Wall Street don't take Donald Trump seriously, at least in terms of what he's saying. At this point, they can't. I yeah. mean, it, the incompetence, thank God they're so incompetent. But, I mean, I, I love this. We're... Uh, we're only about seven years past the Great Recession. And in fact, for some people, the Great Recession is still ongoing. Absolutely. And the Trump administration and the Republicans in Congress are trying to undo everything that was meant to resolve the impact of the Great Recession, including, by the way, Obamacare, which was a big part of that. Uh, What's well, it? Medicare for years. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. I mean, just one thing after another, these people don't understand that by repealing Dodd-Frank, if they do this on top of repealing Obamacare, it's just they might as well just just uh, uh, pass a ticking time bomb. Just put nuclear devices in towns and uh, and cities across the United States and just ignite them and just let them go off. They might as well just do that. I mean, just God damn it. It's a it's a disaster. It's a disaster. The whole thing is uh, is just an ongoing disaster, and their people don't see it. That's the most frustrating aspect about all of this. Is we all see it, but the people who are going to be harmed the most by all of this, they just don't seem to get it. They don't see it. They don't know. They don't, and it's and until it happens to them or their family, they're not going to get it. Right, right. And then once it does happen, you know who they- they're going to blame, right? Right, the Democrats. Yeah, they're going to blame Barack Obama. Obama! (laughs) It's the fault of Obamacare that Donald Trump came along and had to uh, repeal it, right? Mm -hmm. By the way, Jared of the Corn, Jared Kushner, is linked to George Soros. I don't know if you know this, but Jesus. Jared Kushner is. Jared Kushner's a scary, creepy kid. Yes. He has. He has links to and, and really suspicious uh, links to uh, financiers that are doing illegal business all around the world. In, in, in fact, maybe some uh, illegal business with a uh, iron miner, mm-hmm. uh, an iron iron mining outfit in, uh, in West Africa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, anyway, this group. I uh, I'm really hoping that uh, some of this Russia crap happens soon can we have it happen soon can we move this forward a little bit faster a little more quickly uh james comey please thank you i can't wait for sally yates next week jody hamilton thank you for joining us today on the show really really appreciate it do you want to stick around for the post-mortem show can you hang up for another 10 minutes absolutely right after we uh finish up this theme song right here we we keep talking that's what we do every uh every show at the end of every free show we do something called the post-mortem show and you can get it at patreon.com slash Bob and Chez for just $5 a month. That means you get two post-mortem shows every week. If you sign up at $10 a month, you get two post-mortem shows plus the after party on Fridays uh, with me and Kimberly A. Johnson. And then uh, if you sign up at $15 a month, you get all that crap. Plus you get a uh, commercial-free, unbleeped version of this show that you just heard. All right, but if you don't get any of that, have a great weekend. We'll see you again on Tuesday. Uh, If not, we'll see you on the after party tomorrow. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.